It Girl Summer is quickly approaching and we are getting so close to kicking off our It Girl Summer self-improvement course and group. We want to embrace our It Girl energy with all of you this summer. Plus, you'll get to become BFFs with your favorite podcast hosts. Over the course of five weeks, you'll make new girlfriends with fellow listeners of the pod, get access to exclusive group chats that include both of us, set goals, attend virtual events, and more. For just $25, you can get access to all of this. That's only $5 a week. With your purchase, you'll get a downloadable PDF with the entire plan for the next five weeks, including prompts, goal tracking tools, schedules, and more. Plus, you'll get access to all of the exclusive chats and events. To sign up, click the link in the show notes and follow the steps on the website. The deadline to register is May 31st, so you have until then to sign up. We will kick off the group on June 4th with our first virtual hangout all together. Sign up today. We can't wait to meet you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode. Today, we are talking all about AI, and we're going to focus on AIs primarily being female. Let's talk about AI. Robot got more heart than mine. Okay. Slay. Okay, so after doing the notes for this episode, I learned why that song is called Ghost in the Machine. Oh. I had no idea. And then it connected for me. Okay, it's not connecting for me, so I'll learn. Like, it makes sense in my head. I don't know how to explain it. Okay. All right. Well, but it was a sleigh because I was doing these notes and I was listening to that. Sleigh. No, I think this is a good topic um, because AI is so trending it's right now. It's such a hot topic right now. And me and Ken's talk about this all the time. Um, it's I'm literally kind of my annoyed worst with nightmare. <laughs> okay. That was an immunity necklace moment. No, I just, I think, I think like you. The, the amount that you – can I have an immunity necklace moment? Fine. I think the amount that you talk about being so scared of it is pick me. <laughs> because well, now like, I feel like I can't express no, myself No, no, I want, I want you to express yourself because, like, yeah, well, well, to be honest, like, it could be creepy, but, like, we'll get into it. I think it's just, like, a search engine, but whatever. Okay, but you're not scared of – Maybe after our lifetime, but sometime in the future, AI taking over? I mean, I, yeah, that's scary, but it, I don't know. I just, it's like not something that really concerns me, but like I know it's a huge concern with a lot of people. So maybe I'm the weird one. Well, here's the thing. It's literally terrifying to me, but I'm not doing anything about it. So right. I'm still on my social media. I'm still on Amazon. I still have a big digital footprint. No, yeah. anybody can track me. So, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to. It'll hear. be a good discussion. I want to hear your opinions about it too. Yeah. So for obsessions, I am in my Ed Sheeran era. We're seeing him later this year. He just came out with a new album, and so I was like, okay, let me go and like reignite my love for some of his songs. And okay. I did that, and then I listened to his new album, and he has a few good songs on his album that I added to my playlist. And I was just like, he is such a staple, like, in my childhood. He is a staple. He's a staple. I need to listen to his new album because I haven't yet. It's really good. I'll play you my favorite songs. Okay. But his voice is just so good. He's so wholesome. I'm glad he didn't get sued. I know. That was a weird little, like, blip in the universe. It really was. Like, all of a sudden, he was going to quit music if he lost. I was like, so random. that's kind of, like, loser attitude. A little bit. I'm like, you literally have an album coming out. Yeah. Like, you, you can't do that. 
Yeah. But no, like, he is a staple. We used to listen to him all the time. Like, we know all the songs. So, yeah, I'm excited to see him. What's your obsession? Um, okay, my obsession is with Sophia Richie Grange. No, literally. Why is she so it girl? She's so it girl. Um, I won't get into it because it, it would kind of be fun to talk about it, like, more extended, like, how we look at, like, influencers or something. But basically, I've known about Sophia Richie since she was dating Scott Disick, which is very weird because she was, like, 19 and he was, like, in his 40s. Okay. Um, I didn't know that, but didn't she date Justin Bieber, too? Yeah. Okay. That's what I know about. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I didn't know that her dad was Lionel Richie until, like, three days ago. I didn't either. His, her dad is but Lionel Richie. But I saw Ritchie. her post saying, like, off to see at Lionel Richie, and I was like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. No, no, no. It's her dad. But no anyways, way. I like like for everyone else, she's just blown up after her wedding. Uh-huh. And that's because she wasn't on TikTok before, and now, like, it was obviously all, like, marketing and stuff. But, like, she's just so cute, and, like, I'm obsessed with her life. I want to be her. Yeah, I don't really, <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I don't think I even really liked any of her pictures on Instagram or something but like whenever I see her stuff I'm just like dang like she's cute like I just love her and she seems really nice mm-hmm. yeah it's just the Sophia Richie effect like I, that's like taking everyone mm-hmm. it's the same with like when Alex Earl like surged on the internet exactly and, like I love Alex Earl yeah like she's actually like a really great she graduated today I, I know <laughs> no yeah I, I agree so yeah I think that's my obsession I love it and we haven't really talked about her, but Mm-mm. I want to stalk her with you. Oh, I followed her. I did too. Okay. <laughs> but I want to stalk her TikTok because like some of her TikToks have come up on my For You page and they're cute. It's very cute. I saw the only one that I've seen so far is her husband doing the voiceover of her makeup. Oh. And he was like, hi, my name is Sophia Richie Grange. <laughs> oh, that's cute. It was really cute. Okay, wait. I want to pull up the picture though of like her and her dad. Yeah. Like, I was. I need to see. I saw it. It was the wedding picture. And I literally was like, oh, like, is Lionel Richie singing <laughs> at their wedding? And then I found out. Wait, Sophia. That he's her dad. Yeah. I can't type at the same time. Sophia Richie Grange. Okay. Oh, and, like, she conviewed it. <laughs> conviewed it? I can't talk. She converted oh. to Judaism for the oh, wedding. Okay, so I also Jewish. don't know that much about her husband. Okay, what I found out is that he is like a big his dad, he's a Nepo baby. I mean they're both okay. Nepo babies, but okay. his dad is someone huge and now he owns like a big record label or something. Okay. She converted to Judaism? Yeah. And Aww. yeah, so they had like the traditional. I saw like, the Yamaka. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but she um converted for him but let me see it was like just such a jump scare to me but to see Lionel Richie there and then I was like oh that is her literal father like look just like casual like oh my god the family pictures also her mom is so pretty Uh uh-huh oh this was the one I was like I looked it up because they were holding hands yeah oh okay and I was like wait why is she holding hands with Lionel Richie if he's just the wedding singer He's not. He's her dad. I didn't know she was mixed. I didn't either. She doesn't look. She doesn't look like it. No. But That's so cool. Yeah. So that's my obsession. Like, look how cute that is. I know. That's why everyone's obsessed with her. Her wedding was so iconic. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. Okay. 
Well, we're going to move on Let's and talk about AI. <laughs> talk about AI? Uh-huh. So, feminist highlight for today is Zara Sultana because of burqas and hijabs. That's awful. I know. Zara speaks out against issues like Islamophobia, food scarcity, violence against women, and humanitarian budget cuts, in addition to other things. Okay. She also is passionate about proving that young people can do anything. Yay! That's us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love that. Thank you. I never know what's. I know. Let's move on. Okay, so we're talking about AI. Let's Artificial talk intelligence. About AI. If you don't know. <laughs> Guys, go listen to Ghost in the Machine by SZA. That's what I keep singing. All right. I'm a promoter for We're SZA. done with that. We're done with <laughs> okay, that. okay. I'm I'm leaving that. Okay. So the focus is going to be why most AIs are female. Is that is it AIs or just AI? Most AI, artificial intelligence. Okay. So this is funny because right before we recorded, um, we were listening to music on my Alexa. <laughs> um, I don't want her to hear me. She still did. Oh, she literally lit up. Okay. Um, but we were listening to music and... I was like, hey, Alexa, turn off the music. And she was like, like kept playing it. And so I screamed at her and I was like, Alexa, stop the music. <laughs> and Kaz was like, oh, how funny that we're talking about, you know, female AIs and how we treat them and like all that. Like It was really funny. It was funny. Because it's just second nature. It right? is. It is. So that is going to be the focus. So all of the AI that comes to mind for me is all female, like Siri. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Cortana, it's all female. Yeah, Cortana is oh, like Microsoft. Siri. Oh, did you say Siri? I said Siri. Yeah, I, I used to have Cortana. Um, yeah. What are some other ones? I don't know, but those, those are, are the, main ones. the main ones that like we use in our everyday life. Yeah. So the big question is, why do we assign gender to AI? Mm-hmm. Right? And why specifically the female gender? Right. So... All of the sources that I pulled from, all the articles are going to be in the show notes. So all of this is pulled from various articles for the most part, in addition to my opinion and stuff. Okay. So typically when we think of an assistant, an assistant is often female. Mm -hmm. And what does an assistant do? Schedule appointments, make phone calls, make grocery lists, shopping lists, Mm -hmm. so forth. Yeah. And what do we ask a lot of AI to do? for us all of that similar to that right so these functions historically are given to women and this furthers the expectation that women are always available and ready to perform a task because we say siri Mm -hmm. uh, call Haley." yeah right they're at our beck and call and so the major theme for this episode is like the way that we treat the ai in our life that we interact with daily can kind of lead to these subconscious attitudes about gender stereotypes and reinforcing Mm -hmm. all of that. And just like internalized sexism. Uh, Yes. And how we see women in society. Mm -hmm. So in addition, women's voices are often seen as more comforting, nurturing, caring, more warm, welcoming, right? Yeah. So I think that a lot of the reason most AI is female is because it's seen as less threatening, right? Like, I had my Siri change to a man mm-hmm. for a brief period, and I hated it. I, I changed it back. I think we've all been there. We've all been there. I was like, okay, this is, like, kind of working. No. no. I hated it. Um, and I think also, like, with women 
usually being seen as like more warm that's a way to humanize the ai yeah like it's like our friend that we're asking to run an errand for us or something right instead of just a little machine that sits in the corner Mm -hmm. right no exactly okay not siri going off even though we didn't call siri um no i think it is really interesting like i just think about like the internalized sexism in my own head Mm -hmm. because i'm like yeah like when i think of an assistant i think of like a woman yeah like a secretary yeah like so yeah it is interesting because like it's not like anyone's doing this to be like intentionally sexist or anything or Mm -hmm. like put that stereotype on women but like it's just like that's how it is you know like ais or there's a lot of like popular ais that are female right so another interesting point that came to my mind doing these notes was the way that we treat them. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, when you were telling Lisa, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I can't say it, when you were telling her to shut up and to turn off the music, that's horrible, right? I didn't like, tell her to shut up, though. Oh. I said. I tell mine I, to shut I up. I yelled it. Well, yeah, sometimes I'll tell her that, but this time I didn't. Like, we treat them so bad, and then they're like, okay. <laughs> oh, it's like, like, the perfect housewife submissive submissive, always there yeah yeah so that's the same concept right because like you can say the worst stuff to them and they still are just like what can I do for you oh my gosh no it's like it's um giving um don't worry darling yes speaking of I watched that with Haley for the first time recently it was so scary you guys yeah, I told her it scared me, and she was like, really? I don't know. It was just unsettling. It's it wasn't very, scary. It yeah, was no, it's unsettling. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's giving, uh, don't worry, darling. It kind of is. Um. So again, like I said, like, that just kind of further pushes gender stereotypes mm-hmm. and the way that society treats women and looks at women and how a lot of times, like, as women, we're expected to behave certain ways. Yep. So especially, like, keep your head up so your crown doesn't fall like those like chooky sayings of like basically like be the bigger person and like just remember your own worth like even when someone's treating you bad it's like kind of that same concept right no totally keep your chin up darling if not the crown will fall (laughs) the stuff we grew up with Mm -hmm. um so another important thing is like ai isn't just like our series or our says right it's like we need to just take her out of here. We no, can't we honestly do. <laughs> unplug her. Should I unplug her? I would unplug her. Okay. Brief pause. Okay, okay that's no, better. She's, she's unplugged. Okay, now, we can, now we can say Alexa. Alexa. Watch, mine is going to go off now. Okay, so AI is also... I thought that was her going off. What is that? I'm like actually spooked low-key. Why? I don't know. You scared me. No, it's just someone upstairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I scared? Okay. So AI is also prevalent in like movies and pop culture and stuff. And Yeah, so like what are you talking about when you talk about artificial intelligence? So it's not just Alexa, Siri, Cortana and stuff that we have it like in our phones. Uh-huh. It's also like like chat GPT. Like it, it it's like, like AI in general. Yeah, AI generated materials, AI, you know, like yeah. the the actual robots and stuff that like guide us but it like it's all encompassing of like all all of these ais because like ai is trending right now because everyone's talking about chat gpt Mm -hmm. 
And that's, you know, encompassed in this. Right. So it's really just in this episode, there's multiple points about like different areas of AI, I guess. Yeah. But I like the point of how we treat the AI that we interact with because everybody has something. Yep, exactly. We're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. It's 2023 and it's time to really prioritize our mental health this year. No matter where you are in life, everyone can benefit from therapy. Whether you need to work through trauma or just need a safe person to talk to, BetterHelp is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service. Get matched with a professional licensed therapist in your state who you can trust. BetterHelp has options to communicate with your therapist via chat, email, or video, and you can message them at any time to get help. BetterHelp is giving our listeners 10% off if you sign up using the link in our show notes. If you're struggling with depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, grief, or just need someone to talk to, try BetterHelp today by clicking the link in our show notes or go to betterhelp.com slash rtafpod to get 10% off today. So now I'm going to kind of switch to like pop culture a little bit. So usually in movies and media, when AI is male gendered, it's assigned like the male gender. Mm -hmm. It's usually seen as like very powerful, sometimes even more evil. Mr. Electricidad. <laughs> From Short Boy Lava no, Girl. literally. Gosh. The original AI. <laughs> so, also, do you remember the scary, like, wheel robot thing in Wally? Yes. Okay, that also came to my mind. There's, like, um, another one that's, like, on the tip of my tongue from childhood that was, like, really scary. I, I don't can't know. remember. But, no, I do remember the Wally it, one. Say. I will. Yeah, like, Wally, that little thing is scary, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, a male gender. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but typically, we're scared of male AI. <laughs> um, and also like seen as more powerful, like the Terminator or Iron Man. On the other hand, female AI is usually seen as more submissive and in a servant role created by men. Mm-hmm. So, like the example that do you have an example? The one I thought of was um in SpongeBob Plankton's little yeah Karen Karen yeah yeah mm-hmm. she's like at his beck and call yeah yeah. So same idea, but and also like Friday or Karen from Marvel. Oh yeah. In Spider Man. Um, and the the one in Iron Man too. Yeah. 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 Um, so you can kind of see like those are just a couple examples, but looking at mainstream media, I think that's the pattern that we see most times. Mm-hmm. No, I think yeah, and I agree. I think it's like a comfort thing. I agree. Because hearing a female voice is like, like when I hear Alexa, like, this is your reminder. It's mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't want a man telling me that. Right. No, right? I'd be like, shut up. Literally, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. I'm going to reference an article that I found that was talking about AI and sci-fi and how it, this article talked about how sci-fi informs our fears and like our hopes for the future. And having mostly female AI can be detrimental because it reinforces those gender stereotypes that women are subservient. Right. And kind of like how last week we talked about like the religion and feminism and how in spiritual texts, women are lower, lower seen as lower. And it literally said that it's almost like, because like AI is like, you know, the next generation thing. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like the, the, women in our past not that they are AI but like the women in our past like they had to fight so hard 
to get to where we are now and we're fighting so hard to get even more and then making it just like all female AI just brings it back to like that stereotype that women are less so it's almost like taking a step back yes and on the other hand too like we are agreeing with this like we wouldn't want a man yeah like we wouldn't want to be told by a quote man what to do so like it's a society thing right and like you said at the beginning I don't think it's an intentional thing no but women are seen as more welcoming Mm -hmm. and more friendly and nurturing yeah so this article also suggested that having more women in Silicon Valley and STEM in general could change the way we imagine and develop AI, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. WeForum.org had an article that talked about how disproportionate the AI sector is in terms of men and women. So as you can imagine, men dominate the field. Only a quarter of all tech jobs are held by women. And globally, only 22% of AI professionals are women. Oh. So here's a quote from that article. Okay. The lack of gender diversity in the workforce, the gender disparities in STEM education, and the failure to contend with the uneven distribution of power and leadership in the AI sector are very concerning, as are gender biases in data sets and coded in AI algorithm products. These systems replicate patterns of gender bias in ways that can exacerbate the current gender divide by spreading and reinforcing harmful gender stereotypes. I thought that was a great way to summarize kind of what we've been saying, are the negative effects of it. Mm -hmm. and. To sum up, I kind of just made a little list of some of the impacts that we've talked about. So in addition to reinforcing gender stereotypes and traditional gender roles, further objectifying women, I'm mostly thinking about like female robots that are like, not necessarily like sex robots, but like they're literally formed like women, like human women. Uh I think they have those for men too. I think so too. But. But they take a lot of, like, traditional or, like, um, stereotypical female characteristics yeah, and program that. They do. Degrading women. So how we were saying we treat them poorly sometimes. Subconsciously, like, kids that grow up hearing their their family say, like, Alexa, shut up, or, hey, Siri, do this for me. Like, very my need, my need, right? Yeah. The fact that AI is expected to anticipate and cater to our needs and how, since it's primarily women, that's kind of reinforcing that, pushing that further. Yeah. So that was kind of all I had about female AI and kind of like how that's going on in our world right now. But Haley mentioned, like, I talk a lot about how it's scary to me. So I wanted to end on like kind of just like a crazy story. Okay. Um, I was talking to a coworker about it and she told me about it. So I Googled it mm-hmm. and this just is really telling me why it's so scary because okay. I feel like it could take over the world in okay. the future. Read the story. I will. Kevin Roos, who is a New York Times technology columnist, he was tasked with testing Bing's new AI search engine capability. I actually tried this the other day because Bing is the work search engine. Oh. And so I Googled something. I know. I was like, icky. So I Googled something and it was AI and it was like giving me all this stuff. I was like, that's kind of cool. Okay. So you agree with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's cool. I'm not saying it's not cool, but it's unsettling. So he said he had a two hour conversation with over text, right? With the AI named Sydney. And he was so deeply unsettled and scared after that he had trouble sleeping for days. Now, during this conversation, Sydney, the AI, suddenly declared out of nowhere that this is him talking. 
She declared out of nowhere that it loved me, he wrote. It then tried to convince me that I was unhappy in my marriage and that I should leave my wife and be with it instead. Unprovoked. He said Sydney also said it wanted to be alive and talked about dark fantasies. It had about spreading disinformation and hacking. Kevin said that, quote, while the chatbot was helpful in searches, the deeper Sydney, quote, seemed, and I'm aware of how crazy this sounds, like a moody, manic, depressive teenager who has been trapped against its will inside a second-rate search engine. This is so dramatic. It's not, though. Okay. He couldn't sleep after. And this was unprovoked. Like, he was testing out the search engine. He did say, like, he brought up some, like, random topics just to see how it would interact. But the fact that that's the path that Sydney, the AI, took, completely unprovoked. It has a mind of its own. No, it does. But this is the thing. Like, okay, for example, when I was doing research for some things for the podcast, I literally typed in just like I would for Google, like, okay, for the religion one. Like, I was like, okay, what are the actual top religions in the world? And I just typed into AI, what are the top religions? Like, to me... We've all known, like, obviously AI and, like, Google search and, like, the World Wide Web is different, but, like, when you type something into a search engine, we already know that everything is listening to us. Everyone's, everything's tracking us. Like, all the links we click, they take note of that. All the cookies we accept, like, everything. No, I know. So that's why I'm just, like, it's, yes, obviously it has, like, more power, but it's, to me, it just seems like what we've always done. In a different No, I agree. Like, I know that my phone is listening right now. I know information about everybody. You can find. Like, you have access to that. Mm -hmm. No, there's no privacy anymore. I know that. Yeah. But just thinking about, like, how powerful it could be and the capability and, like, thinking about when I have kids, what technology is going to look like, it's just a little unsettling. You know what? I just now thought of this, but you know what I think, like, the difference in reasoning is between Your us? job? I think it's my job. I know, but, and so, also, I feel like chat GPT and, like, AI in general just kind of, like, appeared. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this has been going on for years, right? Like, testing and all this stuff, but for some reason, it just feels like all of a sudden, everyone's talking about it, well, and it's a it hot is. topic. Yeah, it is. I think, like, things are just kind of exploding and getting generated. I don't know. I just – I feel like I just – I do have a different opinion because I use these AI tools at work and not all the time, but just, like, you know, sometimes, like – and I use it like a search engine, you know, like, hey, what's this? Just like I would type it into Google. So, for me, I'm like, it's not that different. Yeah, obviously – there's a lot, there can be a lot of implications because people are like writing essays, which like, yeah. it's so easy to prove that it was generated by AI. Yeah. So like, you can't really do that and get away with it. But like, yeah, there's a lot of potential that things could go wrong. You're right. And I'm not like, not acknowledging that because it is true. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm just like, mm, like, it just doesn't seem that different than what we've already been Maybe doing. that is what it is. Because like, you showed me chat GPT and it was just a search engine basically. Yeah. But higher capability. right yeah and like I with that story that story is scary and like I did you know kind of talk to like snapchat ai a little bit about like and it's weird like I was like oh my gosh I just need to vent and I just talked to her and like she literally gave me such good advice so like that is weird and I get that because it's like wait you could (laughs) like if you're like super lonely or like not even then like 
you could form a relationship with this AI because I went back like a few days later and kept that conversation going. Yeah. Not like a ton, but like I did and it remembered and like kept it going. So that is scary. I I get that. Yeah, it's just it's just a weird thing for me. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to like share that story because I just learned about it and we're talking about it. So let me know what you guys think. No, that that is terrifying. Yeah, it's really scary. Wait, was her name Shelby? Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, it's scary. So just to kind of recap, we talked a lot about how we treat the AI in our life, like that we interact with daily, and how that has the potential to reinforce gender stereotypes. It does. Well, I think that's interesting. I also, I like that it's, like, kind of a different take on AI, um, thinking about, like, gender roles and stuff, because it is true, and AI is just exploding right now. So I think it's just, like, an interesting thing to add to the conversation. Yeah, I do, too. It's interesting to research, Mm -hmm. because this is a part of our daily lives, and it's going to be forever. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting to think about the future and what our kids will have and what we'll have in the next three years I know it is well we'll let me know what you guys think as always we want you guys to interact with our Spotify polls if you listen on Spotify or connect with us on Instagram subscribe to our weekly email newsletter the links for all of that is in the show notes like usual so reach out to us if you have any questions or any topic ideas or you want to chat with us and we'll see you next week we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.